backstage with Mothership on Solid Rock Radio begins now. Hear the best in new music, artist interviews, stories from the road, and more. You are now backstage, and here's your host, Mothership. Hey, everybody. I hope your week went well. I had to bring A.J. Newton from the band Rusty Ship in today. We needed to talk about how you can pre-order their new album. I hope you enjoy the interview. Well, I sure do appreciate you uh, taking time out to talk to me tonight. (laughs) appreciate you having me on, first and foremost, so thank Mm. you. Are you based out of Georgia then, I assume? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Atlanta. Uh huh. Okay, you're not too far from me. I I live about a half hour south of Nashville. I live in a small town called Spring Hill. Yeah, I've been to Spring Hill before. Kind of reminded me of where I grew up, more of a smaller community. I grew up in Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. What's new with Rusty Ship? We've got a new album we've we've started working on. This one's going to differ from our last album, Liquid Exorcist, which was... Our first stab at a uh, concept album uh-huh. uh, where it told a cohesive story from start to finish. We had a lot of success with that. We were up for a couple of nominations with the Grizzly Awards, which was amazing. That was really, really cool to be a part of that. It was the inaugural event for the Grizzly, so that was really, really cool. And it still surprises us, I guess, every week that we see a different single off of that record still jumping back on the charts. It had a lot of mileage on it. Yeah, so, it really, yeah, so, it wasn't until the Grizzly Wars that I knew you guys. I'm grateful it brought us together then. I mean, everybody's always looking for new artists, right? You know, they're looking yeah, for new music. Yeah. Even musicians, we love meeting new artists or hearing new new music acts that pop up. We're always looking for some sort of indie underground bands. Yeah. And, and I don't know if it's ter- in terms of like comparing ourselves, but we're just like, I guess, music snobs for a lack of a better term. But we just love to find what's out there, you know? Yeah. 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 The new album, it, it's in its infancy, I guess, if you want to call it that. We have a structure for it. I, I can't really elaborate on what the theme of it will be, since that's kind of top secret. <laughs> but Maybe something can, to do with water. I, yeah, yeah. That, Rusty <laughs> likes to say that. He's like, I can tell you it's nautical, and it has everything to do with the ocean and water. So I can tell you that, and I can tell you that it is going to be another concept record like Liquid Exorcist was. Since that was kind of the proving ground of, hey, can we do this? We felt like we succeeded in everything we wanted to accomplish with that album. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to go way more in depth, though, with this next album. Whereas Liquid Exorcist, those of you who have listened to it, it had five full-length songs and it had five more musical interludes. It was like the glue to tie the whole album together to tell the whole story. This next album is going to have ten full songs as well as a handful of other interludes on that. So I I think it's 16 or 17 tracks total. So you're going to get a lot more music, a lot of more Rusty Ship music. Nice. What is the timing on it? We're launching a pre-sale now. To find out more about that, all people would have to do is just follow us on our websites and socials. We're Rusty Ship with two Ps, at Rusty Ship Band. On Facebook, Instagram, the information will be on our website as well. So that's at just RustyShip.com. Much like what we did with Liquid Exorcist, it's based throughout the uh, the Indiegogo system. So there's going to be a lot more perks on this one than I feel like we had on the last pre-sale. I think the last one I had four or five items from like a drummer signing things and, and giving people. I think I gave away some cymbals and uh, like a couple of drum heads and stuff like that. This time around, I'm going to give more uh, of my personal collection out there. And as well as I'm going to do some handwritten thank you letters. We're going to have all new merchandise, uh, new T-shirts and, and other items to come. If they just follow along on any of those socials or the websites and they'll see the link for it, 
to go to the pre-sale. They'll see all the items that are up for sale. And we're really excited. There's a lot of hard work that goes in with any of those pre-sales, but we're really pumped because we've been working on some of these new songs for a couple months now. What else can you do during COVID? <laughs> but, exactly. Yeah. Be creative. Yeah. That's what you Yeah, need. but sit around and be creative. Yeah, so it's been a blast to, like I said, you know, with every kind of blessing, there's a, a curse or every curse, there's a blessing. With the curse of COVID, I guess, the blessing is we've been really, really creative like a lot of our other musical friends and we've come up with some really catchy, really awesome new, new stuff. So we're, we're pumped and looking to get into the studio to actually record probably early 2021. Yeah. Nice. Very mm-hmm. good. Well, I'm excited about that. And then that gave me yeah. an idea because you know what? I don't have any of your drumsticks yet. Yeah. We're going to have to <laughs> remedy that. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, quite the collection. I am a big drummer fan. My brother was a drummer. And nice. so I like to have drumsticks and I put them in vases. Like oh, that's creative. Bouquets. They have my, it's my bouquet of drumsticks. I have two of them. Nice. That's a cool idea. The more Um, beat up, the better, you know, if they're like cracked and stuff. It's like, (laughs) yeah, I will ship you some. So, yeah, my way (laughs) of saying thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to see it. That's awesome that you do that. Yeah collect other things <laughs> so, do, so do i don't feel bad it's okay. well you know whenever artists come to, to visit the drummers will go over to my bouquet of drumsticks and start going through them and looking at different people and what sticks they yeah. use and <laughs> yeah yeah us drummers are weird uh, we're a weird unique breed i know i, I to, love to it to say the least yeah that's really <laughs> okay. cool that it reminds me a little bit of when i was in high school i had um like you know those little college uh trash cans that was like an aluminum cylindrical yeah. I had one from IU. I grew up in in Indiana. I was an IU guy. And every time I broke a stick practicing at home, I would add it to that little trash can. I still have it to this day. Oh, it's wow. out. It's in my storage uh, facility. But that thing was just filled by the time I moved out of the house, out of mom and dad's house. It was just filled with broken sticks. Yeah. You don't want to like put them on the wall or someplace where yeah. you can't touch them. The whole thing is to be able to pick them up and just and have their signatures on it and see how beat up it is and see what kind yeah. and you know you gotta be able to touch it, you know. And I keep thinking, okay, I've got everybody I want, but then new bands keep coming. <laughs> yeah, you, like you said, don't stop being that fangirl. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I I try to collect items like that as well too. I like some sports memorabilia, but anything music-wise, really more so this year than the past few years before that. But I started like kind of cataloging some stuff that was like what I would consider to be rusty ship memorabilia. For instance, we did our album release show at Grimy's New and Pre-Love Music, which is kind of it's kind of like the most famous record store in Nashville. I was really happy that we were able to secure that for our album release party last year there was only like two or three posters that we had that advertised for that inside the store and i'm so grateful my wife nabbed one before Mm, we left that night because she said this is going to be memorable for you guys so i got one why don't you all sign it and then we'll we'll frame it so we just finally got around to framing that and i framed the hatch print from us playing audio feed last summer Mm -hmm. Uh, so that was pretty cool that was our first time playing audio feed and we got to play the main stage so we were really happy about that that was a really neat experience to to kick Mm -hmm. off that saturday show for that so yeah i've just become kind of i guess a little bit of a nerd in that respect with i have um the bass drum the the resonant heads on my kick drum that every time we do a new record i get a kick drum head that matches the album artwork yeah i have the one from our mortal ghost tour i have the one now from the liquid exorcist tour and i'll get a new one 
when we get this new artwork as well for the next album. I'm not even joking how many people offer me absurd amount of money for those things, but I only mm-hmm. have one of each of those. You know what I mean? Wow, and that's just collectors, yeah. Yeah, and they're kind of like battle-torn, so to speak, because they were from touring. I so, love yeah, that kind of stuff. Right. As a band, I want us all to like sign those. And I want to get them like plexiglass framed so that I can put them on my wall one day. That's the goal. Yeah. And I, I know if you've interviewed Rusty, I don't know if you had a video conference. He has all these things up on his wall where he has all the newspaper clippings where we've made the front page or he's got all these other things. And, and it's cool because he's become kind of like a collector of that as well with me backstage with mothership returns after this check us out on facebook at i'm with mothership this hour is being made possible by our business ministry partner anchor bolt express the place for construction fasteners and a supporter of christian music and this station on the web at anchorboltexpress.com besides rusty ship you do something else on the side your artist relations manager for outlaw drums yeah i've actually been uh an Outlaw Drums artist since January of 2019, but there was a need for an artist relations manager with Michael Outlaw, who runs and operates that company. I think it was back at the beginning of June this year. He was just drowning with work, and he's this good-hearted, sweet Christian guy who I've been blessed to become really awesome friends with over the past few years, and I really believe in his mission in life. He What he does is he takes old reissued wood, and he'll build you a custom drum set or snare drum, you know, uh, out of that wood. Right around the time after we had just recorded Liquid Exorcist, I wanted a new drum kit because I had the same one that my wife had bought me like 13 years ago that I was ready to retire. And I told him everything I wanted to have specifications wise. He knew that I was in a nautical rock band. So he elaborated that he had this cypress wood that his grandfather had been given over 80 years ago. And it was drug out of the Oki Finoki swamp down there on the Florida Georgia line. And he's like, yeah, he goes, that'd be perfect to build you a kit. It's as about as nautical as you can get, get a swamp wood kit built. So, <laughs> so nice. I, he built, he built me this beautiful set of drums that I, I'm blessed to own. I'm blessed to play every time I get together with Russ and the guys. So after that, we've just stayed in touch, constantly text and call each other probably once a week. When that need popped up, he, he just elaborated how he was just drowning in work and kind of struggling to keep up with the other drummers. I'm a pretty big extrovert. I like to chat and, you know, learn from other drummers as well and what makes them tick. So I said, well, why don't you just let me help you out and I'll take over that part of the business and I'll reach out to these drummers. I'll find out if they're doing okay, if they need anything at all. I helped implement our artist of the month thing. So I do an artist a month uh, that's on our roster where I'll do like an interview with them. And we'll talk about what makes them tick and how they learned about Outlaw Drums, how long they've been an Outlaw Drums drummer. Also elaborate on where people can find them and follow them on their socials as well so they can kind of keep up with their drumming path as well. So it's been a fun thing to do. I I myself, I've been drumming for 30 years, so I like anything that has to do with drums. So it just gives me another creative outlet working with Michael to where I can learn more about the drum making process as well as just talk and interact with these other drummers out there and, you know, find out what makes them tick. We're all different. (laughs) If you've been drumming for 30 years, you must have started when you were pretty young. I was a little kid. I was seven years old when I first started. Uh, So I'm 37 now. 
I joke with the guys in the band that I don't have too many memories of my life where I wasn't banging on something with sticks, to say the mm-hmm. least. But I had a, a buddy of mine move next door who was about three years older than me named John Yarber. I remember one of the first few times I hung out with him, he had a little Yamaha snare drum over in the corner of his room. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to play. He taught me basic rudiments. And then I had a cousin named Brian who uh, wasn't using an old snare drum. And my aunt let me have it. And uh, I think I got my first kit when I was 15 from my, uh, my parents and my grandpa. They all pitched in some funds together, got me my first kit. Uh, you know, I did the whole elementary school band thing. I did junior high band. I did marching band, pep band, concert band all through high school. And then my first garage band was actually a uh, Christian rock band back in my hometown of Waldron, Indiana, where we would play in my local church. That's my history. I've just been doing it my whole life. What's yeah. your stick of choice? I I can't tell you how many times I've changed in the last four years alone. <laughs> I, I recorded the Liquid Exorcist album with Dave Grohl's signature series sticks, which are really heavy, a little bit longer, medium tapered, 5B sized kind of sticks. Since then, though, I've kind of switched around and now I'm playing um, Vic Firth Extreme 5Bs. Yeah. Nice. You know, I just okay. move around. I think drummers yeah. just were weird like that. It was like, OK, well, I'll play this style for a while and then I'll change up the game. Sounds like you'd like something heavy, though. I did. I especially did on that album. Yeah. I don't know. I wanted everything to have oomph to it, I guess. And and I think I had been practicing with it and playing shows with those sticks for long enough that I was like, I'm going to carry that into the studio. That same uh, aggression, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah. It's called want, passion. Yeah. We'll go with passion. That's a better term. Yeah. <laughs> Aggressive yeah. passion. <laughs> Aggressive passion. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a spiritual term. Yeah, yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. Backstage with Mothership returns after this. Check us out on Facebook at I'm with Mothership. Any other uh, rusty ship news we need to know? Yeah, obviously with all the fun stuff that COVID had kind of thrown at all us musicians, we had to kind of get creative this year since we couldn't get out and tour. Kind of a bummer in a way because we had just released Liquid Exorcist back in November, which hasn't even been a year yet. When that happened, we were ready to go on tour throughout all of 2020 and support that album and give people a, a good live show, a live representation of that music. And uh, we were lucky to where we got to to do a few of those shows on tour. However, you know, with COVID happening, we had to kind of rebound from that. Instead of doing some of the touring stuff, what we ended up launching was kind of like a secret rusty ship group called The Ghost Ship. And we put it out through a Patreon site. That way there are certain tiers, you know what I mean, that you could buy into and you will gain Mm -hmm. certain perks. So I can give this hint for the new album that we're working on right now. There's a Lieutenant Shipmate, which is the top tier on the Patreon group. If you buy into that, Rusty records our rehearsals and then Mm -hmm. he'll edit all this stuff and then he will send you... It's a very rough cut of us working on these new songs in our rehearsal space. So the people who are those lieutenant shipmates are going to be the only individuals that will be able to hear any of these new songs before the public will. 
So Ooh, that's, that's quite the perk. That's that's the big perk. And then the other ones are we do live performances on the ghost ship. Joy, our manager, she even does a fun trivia night once a month on Sunday evenings. So we'll hand out prizes through that as well. And then we do band hangouts on there. We've even done a karaoke night. I don't think I'm a singer, but I do some goofy impressions. I think last week, Rusty's sister had asked that I wrapped You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer in a Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> so so I <laughs> so I, I obliged. It wasn't great, nice. but it was very comical. So well, it was in, and, entertaining. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it's been a fun uh, new creative way for us to connect with our fans since we couldn't do it face to face and play live shows. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think that's great because that is important to the fans to have that connection with you guys. Yeah, very much. Favorite when you're on the road, what do you like? So if it's on the road it, and if it's at a gas station kind of thing, it's probably going to be like a form of Chex Mix, maybe. Probably like those Chex Mix bold flavors. Those are really good. And if, yeah. yeah. Good to know. I bring snacks to venues for bands. I've heard that. I've heard this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is people are always saying, what does this band like to eat? What does that band like to eat? Uh, and I, I like go. to have a little ammunition. Otherwise, I'll have to be texting you to ask oh, you what you like. God, God bless you. That's awesome. Yeah. I've got people now that they found out that they can bring food to their favorite bands and tell them how much they love them. And so. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's really, really nice. Yeah, well, you know, y'all bless us. We bless you. It's kind of goes around, comes around. Yeah, we're we're a good tight-knit community, so it, it's yeah. awesome that we all stick together, you exactly. know, the way, we, the way we do. Yeah, we're blessed. It's been a blessing, even though it's been a rough year, to uh, to see how our music's impacted people, to see how the stuff that you're doing and the others in the community are are impacting people in a positive way. So thank you for all that you do. We really appreciate you. Yeah. And, and yeah, and we'll just, you know, God willing, we'll just keep doing what we're doing and, and people will keep enjoying the music. They say in the South, God willing in the Creek don't rise. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you for, for having me on. This was fun. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Appreciate you. Take care, dear. Okay, bye-bye. That's it for me. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Don't forget to check out my blog on solidrockradio.org and follow the links to Rusty Ship's websites and social media. Stay tuned for more great music all night long, and this show will be replayed at 4 a.m. Eastern Time and be added to the Solid Rock Radio website archive and SoundCloud. I pray you all have a wonderful week, and remember, be kind to one another.